Ladies and gentlemen, Husker Nation, it's time for this football program to grow up. You are Locked On Huskers, your daily podcast on the Nebraska Cornhuskers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Husker Nation, it's DP, Derek Pearson, 93.7 The Ticket, Lincoln, Nebraska. Ah. Uh, the farthest west in the Big Ten. <laughs> I want to thank you folks for joining us and making and allowing uh, Locked on Huskers, Locked on Go Big Red being your first watch and listen each and every single day here. Thank the folks from Locked on Sport for making this happen. Give us the platform to talk, get together, meet, greet, discuss, review, preview, and handle our business. I want to thank the folks uh, from, from – here's – I've become a bit of a fan of bet online. I just want to share that with you that it, it just for number's sake alone, it's the best in odds, uh, props, whatever you, whatever your thing is and the, and the, and the various lines. But if you're a Husker fan and a big 10 fan, it isolates and goes deeper than most fakes. It is most, most places that allow you to do this. Uh, it is where the game starts this week uh, for the big 10 conference. A couple of things of note, of course, if you're a Husker fan, you're walking, talking and speaking that the Huskers at 29 and a half points as a dog in Ann Arbor, uh, the over under is 52 and a half. They don't expect much offensively from the Huskers, but that's what's said. And we'll talk about that. Take a moment. Like, subscribe, share. That is how the platform grows. That is how this podcast grows. This is how we get our messages out. Again, feel free. Put your comments in the comment section. I'll get back to you and answer them. Uh, if you've got questions, comments, or otherwise, my first question of the day is simple. Uh, 29 and a half points. Too much? Too little? That's my question for you, Husker fans. 29 and a half points. Is that too much? Or too little. But before we get too deep into Michigan, I want to review and recap. Let's go back to Saturday uh, at the Mecca Memorial Stadium. And it was in good form. Uh, military Tribute Day, honor. Um, the crowd was in full. It was a sea of red in full. They, 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 they showed up with high anticipation, high energy, and high connection to the game. In the pregame, uh, folks notice, okay, Casey Thompson's not on the field. Uh, we're looking at uh, Chubba Purdy and Logan Smothers taking reps with units 1A and 1B. We looked around. We, we kept looking for answers. Maybe that you know willis Reed moment where Casey Thompson jogs onto the field uh, in full uniform and the crowd goes crazy. It never happened. It never happened. But in the words of uh, Coach Mickey Joseph and this program, they are familiar and strong in these words. Next, Husker up. There's no excuse in the Big Ten Conference uh, for not having your folks ready and prepared. The Huskers will tell you from top of the from top of the food chain to the bottom. There's simply no excuse for those players who are on scholarship, Division I, one athletes who have been out on campus, in the program, in the weight room, in, the, in, in film study, that you walk into an opportunity. And I'm going to use that word a lot in this podcast. Opportunity. That there were players 
who had been preached on, players who had been reached out, reached out to, players who there was expectation of, players that there were grand hopes for, who all had the opportunity on Saturday to step up, show up, and ultimately grow up under rapid fire in the Big Ten Conference against a team that, quite frankly, you hadn't had much success against recently. But Saturday was an opportunity. It was an opportunity. It was an opportunity for the fans to reconnect, to re-believe, uh, to, to regain some, some belief and connection to, to, to what was happening in the program. It was an opportunity for everybody in the building to once again be proud of this football team and program. And I specify the difference between team and program. Program falls into the space of culture, expectation, demand, uh, standard, uh, legacy, all those things. It is the team, the current roster of players, the current roster of coaches, who all have an opportunity each week, each play, each series, each sequence, each matchup to improve their standing, to make a statement about who they who they are, contrary to who fans and, and opponents believe they are, but to make a statement about who they are. And Saturday, Casey Thompson handed over an opportunity to the young QBs that are in the, on the depth chart beneath him. It was an opportunity for Mickey Joseph and this coaching staff. It was an opportunity for Bill Bush. It was an opportunity for, for Donovan Rayola. It was an opportunity, again, uh, for Ryan Applewhite. It was an opportunity for, for everybody up and down who carry and wears the end. A chance for everybody to be all in. It was an opportunity first. First, foremost, Chubba Purdy. Now, I want to be clear that sometimes the result is a product, a, a, a product or a byproduct of the, the, the grown-ups in positions of power. What their expectations are, what they've trained you to do, what they trained you to believe, uh, the confidence that they've installed, uh, the, the skill set that they put on high repetition, None of us know what the sequences were at practice last week. We don't know the quarterback reps. We don't know the expectation, percentage expectation of Casey Thompson playing. We weren't shoot real short. But it didn't matter. Minnesota doesn't care. Minnesota didn't care who, who was at quarterback. They don't care that, that Casey Thompson wasn't playing. I'm pretty sure they raised a helmet or two when they found out he wasn't playing because it was another opportunity for them. To get right. It's an opportunity for them to make a statement. And in the early going, things were asked of, of Chubba Purdy that were beneficial and successful and effective for him. Get the ball out of his hands. Allow the playmakers to be playmakers. Trust. Rely on the big fatties up front. Allow the fat necks to, to broaden their shoulders and 
throw their chest out and be proud and gain some some confidence by putting your foot in the ground and allowing Anthony Grant to carry the load, to shoulder the responsibility, and to honor the opportunity. We'll talk more about this game. When we come back, again, once again, I want to thank the folks from Bet Online uh, for what they do. Again, 29 and a half points. Husker Nation, do you believe that that number is fair, appropriate, too much, not enough? Can that be a stepping stone? Will the Huskers be offended by it enough? Bet Online allows you to, to make a decision. Some other numbers that will jump out at you. And again, last week, uh, you know, those numbers were crazy. Ohio State. Uh, didn't carry the numbers last week. They are a 41-and-a-half-point favorite over Indiana, uh, over Indiana uh, this week in Columbus. The over-under is 58-and-a-half, and I guess that means they don't expect much from the Hoosiers. Once again, like, subscribe, share. Put that in. Simple biz for the Huskers in the opportunities that were there. Anthony Grant put together his fifth 100-yard-plus game this season. Five out of nine for the, for, 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 for the transfer. 86, I believe, in the first half. They, they put the ball in his hand, and they put the team on his back. Kudos, celebrations to the offensive line for doing enough to allow Grant to do what he needed to do to give let Chubba Purdy get some comfort. The Huskers got out to a 10-0 lead. 10-0. 10-0 at half. It was a shutout at halftime. Bill Bush, defensively, for what you did in the first half with, the, with your young men. This was an attacking defense. It was aggressive. It was on time and in place. Run blitzes that got gaps filled. Uh, it allowed bigs to, to, to get in. And, and, and quite frankly, look, uh, they hadn't gotten that number of plays and quality of play from the bigs in the interior all season long. They took a, min, a Minnesota rushing game and shut it down. For two quarters. Negative total offense of minus seven yards in the first half for Minnesota. I'll repeat that so you understand how spectacular that is. The Nebraska defense, Bill Bush's gentleman, got out there and held Minnesota's offense to negative seven, seven yards in the first half. They were on time and in place. Tanner Morgan, the 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 347-year veteran for Minnesota at quarterback, was flustered. He was humble. He was thrown off time. He was out of sequence. Took some shots, took some actual physical shots, and got some additional pressures. Even on run plays, he he took he he took some shots. And then the opportunity was there for Nebraska to continue and copy success. Yes, 
P.J. Fleck made adjustments. Every coach in the Big Ten Conference makes adjustments when you take away what they want to do, how they want to do it. Once they see how you line up, once they see what your plan of attack is, they will test you on it. And then they will they will attack the weakness of the thing that you have set up as, as your means. But that's every Big Ten coach. That's every Big Ten scheme. That's every Big Ten play call. It was an opportunity for the Huskers to change their season. Leading 10-0 at halftime, an opportunity arose. Meet the challenge or not. Can you continue what you're doing? Yes, you're going to have to make adjustments. Maybe different gap assignments. Maybe, uh, you know, same coverage. There are a finite number of gaps in in football, even in the Big Ten. That's all there is. You you can change how it appears. You can change uh, the personnel. You can change the pacing of it. You can change uh, how it appears when you leave the huddle versus how it is at snap, or vice versa. There was an opportunity for the season to pivot and change for the greater good of Nebraska football and its fan base, for the coaching staff and this football team. But instead, Abraham, look, Muhammad Abraham, we know how good he is. Everybody knew how good he was. Everybody knew how good he was in the first half. But great players step up when the opportunity shows up. The difference between a great player, a good player, and an average player is that the great player will find a way when the opportunity arises. When the opportunity calls, great players, great players and great coaches. Great coaches make adjustments. Great players feast on those adjustments. Look, this wasn't an exceptional day for him by any stretch of the imagination. But the 115 yards that he put up, the bulk of them in the second half, all of them under duress, all of them with full knowledge that he was going to have an opportunity to carry the Minnesota team on his back. And he did. He stepped up and he took advantage of that opportunity. Now, in a 2013 loss, look, the difference between winning and losing the Big Ten is missed opportunities. That's what it's always been. That's what it's always going to be. There's some, there's some maturity required when opportunities show up. No luck is required. Preparation and talent are required. And when opportunities arise in the Big Ten, great teams, great players, great coaches are effective. They find a way. Teams at the bottom of the Big Ten make excuses. They find excuses why they couldn't get a player to the ground, why that player was better, why uh, the gap fit changed, why uh, open receivers are missed, why blocks are missed, why uh, big penalties on on, on crucial uh, drives. Good teams, great teams, take advantage of those opportunities. I said in the open, It's time for the Husker football team, this group, to grow up. And listen, 
I'll be absolutely honest with you and take it for what it's worth. If this team went to Ann Arbor Saturday, pulled up its grown man, striped, three striped panties, fattened their neck, spread out their back, put the chest out, and grew up in Ann Arbor, I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. I'm not sure the fan base would be surprised if this team went on to beat Wisconsin and Iowa. Not in the least. But the big test, before before the dawn, there's darkness. And Nebraska has an opportunity when it goes to Ann Arbor. It has an opportunity. Same opportunity that Appalachian State had. Same opportunity that Northwestern had last week against Ohio State. The same opportunities are all there for some team to, to step up and finally put the pieces together, catch lightning in a bottle, elevate and raise the gods of Nebraska football, and make themselves in the fan base proud. Another opportunity. We'll face them Saturday. We'll throw it to another break. Again, thanking the folks from Bet Online for what they do. A couple of things, another, you know, when you talk about the numbers. Penn State will will host Maryland. And Penn State will be a 12-point favorite based on the folks on Bet Online. 57 as the over-under. Minnesota, uh, they will host Northwestern 17 and a half as the as, as the spread, 41 points as the over-under. Fascinating numbers. It'll be an interesting week in Big Ten football. Some really good matchups and, of course, the one that everybody's going to talk about because it'll be on ABC at 2.30. In front of the big folks. In the big house. In front of a crowd that's going to come to feast. But they also are a little cocky, a little smug. But that's who Michigan fans are. And we don't blame them. If I were defending Big Ten champions, 9-0, 6-0 in the conference, guess what? I'd be a little cocky too, a little smug, a little bit smug. But that's okay. Today is about the Huskers. And the opportunities are there. Don't know the status of Casey Thompson and whether he's going to be under center for snap, snap one. We're not going to know. We'll get a new depth chart. My thought is that Logan Smothers will be at the, uh, the, 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 the next Husker up. Why? Because he's faced the line before. This isn't his first rodeo. He faced a big-time Big Ten West opponent. Had a pretty good ball game. And with that, I would say, I would question, is, is the talent better at the skill positions around him? Is Anthony Grant better than what they had running back a year ago? Is Trey Palmer better than the receivers they had a year ago? Is Vokalek playing at the level – is Chancellor Brewington make them better? The offensive line questions still remain. 
And they're going to remain. But remember, they too will have an opportunity. Five, sometimes six across. They will have an opportunity on Saturday. They missed the opportunity against Minnesota. Flat out missed it. A one-score game once again. Nebraska knows about opportunity and Michigan. The last meeting, 32-29 at Memorial Stadium. A game marked, covered by opportunities missed. I wish that I could be all sunshine and rainbows today. But the recap is a matter of truth. That's the thing about recaps. Those Monday re- Monday and Tuesday recaps, it's a matter of truth. I don't have to speculate. That's not what they're for. Saturday was missed opportunities for this Husker program, this Husker team. They will have more opportunities. Practices this week will be really interesting, extremely competitive. Because if you can't beat yourself, chances are you won't beat Michigan. Tomorrow, eyes forward to the big house, Ann Arbor, Michigan, 9-0 Michigan. I appreciate you folks for hanging out with us here on Locked on Huskers, Locked on Go Big Red, on the Locked on Sports Network. I'll finish this podcast as we always do, those three words we love so much. Go Big Red.